Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a review of another brand new microphone designed for streaming, podcasting, and gaming. It says so right on the box. That microphone being the 512 or 512 Audio Skylight Studio Condenser Microphone. If you are interested in this mic, it will cost you around $200. Like always, I'll throw some links in the description down below. Also, in the sake of full disclosure, I do need to let you know that 512 Audio sent me this microphone free of charge for the sake of making this review. But with that out of the way, for this video, I will have the mic connected directly to the Focusrite 18i20 2nd Gen 24-bit 48kHz, gain at around 1215, and I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. Now let's talk about what comes in the box. Sheesh. What a big surprise. You are going to get the microphone. You'll also get a zippered storage pouch for the microphone. A really nice feeling shock mount, which does come with a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter. A pop filter that fits right onto the microphone. And a little bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, the microphone actually feels really well put together. It has an all-metal body, and then behind the grill, there is this metal mesh, which you're actually able to see from the top of the microphone, and then the actual grill. It looks like plastic, it feels like plastic, but it is way sturdier than plastic ought to be, so perhaps it is metal coated in plastic? I'm not 100% sure. As we move around the microphone, there are no buttons or switches. Very basic XLR microphone. On the bottom of the mic, you will find the XLR port. And if it matters to you, this microphone is made in China. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 Hz to 20 kHz, a sensitivity of around negative 42 dB, a max SPL of 144 dB, and an impedance of 200 ohms. Now we are spinning around the microphone to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's what the rear sounds like. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle. There we go. And then we will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. There you are. Now let's see how well this microphone does at rejecting plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. 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 Now I'm right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. Now I'm about three inches off of the mic with it pointed at the corner of my mouth and here's how it's sounding. Now we're about one foot away from the microphone. Here we are about two feet away from the mic. And now we're about four feet away from the 512 audio skylight. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron Blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the game and folk, I am now typing on the sad W and spacebar key. Next, here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room. <laughs> 
Now I want to demonstrate how well the provided shock mount performs, so I will start by bumping on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. And now because I like giving all of you a reason to hate me, I'm going to tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. Now, to be incredibly pedantic, I'm going to include a quick comparison between the microphone with and without the provided pop filter to see if the pop filter affects the tone of the recording. We'll start on the microphone without any kind of wind protection installed. I'm about four to five inches away from the mic, and here is how it's sounding. And now I've installed the provided pop filter. I'm at the same distance, same gain setting, nothing has changed. And do you hear a difference in the tone of the recording? You tell me in the comments down below. Does the pop filter affect it at all? You let me know. And now, like we always do, we're going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the mic that we're reviewing and a bunch of other microphones on the market. Although, I am trying to rein it back in and not do 15 mics in every video. So this is going to be an abridged version. As dogs bark outside. We'll start on the mic that we're reviewing. This is the Skylight. I'm about six inches away. My gain is set at 1215. And here's how the mic sounds. Let's jump to the first one. First up, we are on the Neewer NW700. I'm about six inches off. My gain is still set at 1215. And this costs $20. There you go. Let's jump back to the 512 audio and do more comparison things. Back on the skylight, here's how it's sounding, nothing has changed, let's jump to the second mic. Next we are on one of the most popular mics out there, this is the Audio-Technica AT2020, this costs around $100, I'm about 6 inches off, my gain is still at 12.15, check the lower third to see how much I boosted in post, and let's jump back to the skylight and do some more test thing comparisons, that's what they're called. Again, we're back on the skylight, nothing has changed, get a good feel for it, and let's jump to the third mic. Now we are on the Blue Ember, this also costs around $100, and like the other ones, this is a cardioid only XLR condenser microphone, 6 inches off, gain at 12.15, here's how it sounds, get a listen to it, and check the lower third, and then let's jump back to the mic that we're reviewing and do more of these. Back again on the skylight for a fourth time. Here's how this microphone sounds. I am sure you are shocked by it. Let's jump to the fourth mic so you can hear how it compares to that. Now we are on the Rode NT1, six inches off, gain at 12.15. This costs around $270 if I'm not mistaken. And there you go, one of my all-time favorites. Very easy to listen to microphone, $70 more expensive than the skylight. Which one do you like more? Let's jump back to the skylight and do one more comparison. And we are only doing five today, so this is the last time. I will switch back to the skylight. Here's how this sounds. Let's jump to the final mic in this comparison. And lastly, we are on the Neumann U87 AI. Cardioid mode, six inches off, gain at 11 o'clock because this is a hot boy. And this runs $3,600. Not a fair comparison, but it gives you some kind of consistency from video to video. 
that's why we do it. I know we're abridging this and shortening these up, but not every week can we do 15 comparisons. It's just not feasible. Okay, let us jump to the music test now. I've got this song I'm gonna write So I can sing it on this mic I hope that you will like it Cause I cannot write a good one So why don't y'all just deal with it? You're not gonna be getting any kind of I Hey Judes out of me <laughs> You're just gonna get self-deprecating silly songs about nothing so why don't you come to terms with that? I'll come to terms and deal with my my internal issues. And, and let's go to the conclusion, because this is getting very weird. <laughs> okay, I'm quite impressed by this microphone from 512 Audio. And first up, in terms of pros, the main thing that stood out to me was the overall smooth tone. That is something that I'm always looking for in a microphone, and I'm always thrilled to find. Secondly, the build quality of the mic feels really outstanding, and the accessories that come with it are all really well built, and they seem to be pretty effective. But then as far as cons, the background noise rejection on this thing really isn't that impressive, and if you're a streamer or podcaster, that's really going to start to come into play. And then as far as my thoughts and opinions on this microphone and my air conditioner turning on, on the electric guitar, I kind of liked it. The main thing that stood out to me was the smooth midsection. It just sounds really appealing, a little bit gooey. If you want a hyper-detailed sound, maybe not going to be the best pick, but the reason I'm only saying kind of is when I got to the upper register of the guitar, it did start to get a little bit unpleasant and a little bit piercing to listen to. It's really still a quite usable tone, though. Then on the acoustic guitar, I think you're getting a darker tone than the majority of other condensers, but you are still getting a bit of airiness and liveliness. The lows and low mids do come across a little bit boxy, but overall the general midsection is really sweet, and I did like that. Next up for singing, I did find the lows and low mids to be a little bit overpowering on this mic. If you put a little bit more distance between yourself and the mic, that could resolve it. Or if you EQ a bit, that could resolve it. You are also getting much more of a mid-forward sound, which some folks will like, some folks will hate. And the top end a little bit more attenuated than a lot of other condenser microphones. It doesn't have that hyper detailed sound. It is a much more smooth and easy to listen to microphone. 
And lastly, for spoken word, as I just mentioned, I find the lows and low mids to be quite full and dominant. The mids in general are very smooth, and it is more of a mid-forward microphone if you like that. I do start to hear a little bit of nasality, nasalness to it. If you're not the biggest fan of mids, or if you have an overly nasally voice, this microphone may not be too flattering on you, but... Overall, you're getting that smooth mid-forward sound, which some folks will love, others will hate. And to wrap up, would I recommend the 512 Audio Skylight? Kind of yes. I'll start by saying that I really enjoy the sound of this microphone, but it's no secret that I like smoother mics. That's my cup of tea. If you like smoother, more mid-forward microphones, and you're looking for a condenser microphone at this price point, I think this is a very compelling option. But the reason that I'm saying that yes, I would kind of recommend it is because this microphone is advertised for gaming, podcasting, and streaming. And as far as background noise rejection, it really isn't that impressive. And when you're gaming and streaming, chances are you're going to have a keyboard. A lot of gamers and streamers are opting for very loud switches. That's going to come into play. If you're in an untreated space, that's going to come into play. You're going to get a lot of room tone back into the microphone. And if you're in the room with other podcasters, that's going to be picked up by the microphone. And this polar pattern is not really going to be doing you any favors. So just take that into consideration when you're looking at this mic. All right, I think that's going to wrap up for today, but I would love to hear from you in the comments down below. What did you think of this microphone and which of the mics in the comparison section was your favorite? If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, you can subscribe. Logo down beneath me. If you want to hang out in the Discord server, go to podcastage.com Discord. I think I got that right. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can, do, you can do so by clicking that join button or going to patreon.com podcastage and supporting and joining at $5 or higher really does help me continue to bring you these videos. So until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.